So, well, welcome everyone. Um, thank you for uh, listening to this uh, little podcast. We we just wanted to kind of experiment and try something new and take some time to uh, cast a little vision here, tell you kind of what's going on around Malvit on Wednesdays and Sundays, and then um, also give you some like tips and tricks, some some things that would be very helpful as parents to. Um, be involved in faith formation in the life of your child. So, um, welcome everyone. My name's Rich. Um, I'm the faith formation director here. Uh, I'm here with Joel. Uh, hey everyone. Yeah. <laughs> uh, everybody knows Joel. He's <laughs> um, but he, he's gonna talk a little bit after I I'm done. But I'm just gonna launch into um, just casting a little bit of vision here. Um, we were talking earlier this week and. Uh, we kind of came up with the easiest way to tell what we're doing here um, on Wednesdays, on Sundays, um, everything in between is it can all be kind of summed up in three phrases. Uh, we want your kids to be known by God, known by a community, and known by adults. Um, so we want each child, each youth, to know a God that loves them for who they are right now that our lives are full of joy and sadness, doing the right thing and making mistakes, brokenness and wholeness, and through all of that, God is with us. God is with us in the best of times and in the worst, walking with us through it all. We also want each child, each youth, to know, be known by this community. It's an imperfect community, that's for sure, um, but, that, but we come together each week to worship a God who loves us, not in spite of our imperfections, but because of them. We are not perfect here at church. Actually, we're far from it. But I find it's much easier to name those things together in a community of love and kindness. Um, and that's what we strive to do here. And we want each child, each youth, to be known by trusted adults here at church. Uh, none of us can do this alone. We hope to facilitate a community here where each child has an adult other than their parents that knows their name, asks them how they're doing, knows their interests, and cares how, they, um, cares how their week's been. It's a beautiful thing to care for another person and an even more beautiful thing to be cared for because life can be messy and hard. It's, easy to walk, it's easier to walk through it when you're not alone. In a second, Joel here is going to um, talk specifically about how you can help by engaging in your child's faith, faith formation development. But before that, I just wanted to say, what we do here makes a difference, but the biggest difference maker in your child's faith development is you. Coming to worship with them, asking them questions, the love and kindness that you show, asking them where they saw God today, all of those little things and big things you live out with your children make a huge difference. So thank you so much for all that you do already. And remember that we are here as a resource for you. What we do here together makes a difference precisely because it is different. All of us feel the demands of the world. Compete, be better, come prepared. But one of the greatest joys in my life is knowing a God that speaks into that saying, come as you are unprepared, because I love you, and I will be with you forever. So that being said, um, 
Joel is going to get into just a couple of very specific ways of how we can partner in that vision. So Joel, take it away. Sure. Um, so thanks for listening. And if you are listening to this as a parent, um, thank you for making this church community a priority in your life. We know how busy your life is, how difficult it can be to raise children. And um, we know that it's a struggle to get to church. And so um, we are partners in this together and we're thankful for you. So as, um, <clears throat> as you think about this year ahead and how to maximize um, its impact on your family, there are four things I think that you can do specifically. One is to take the time to worship together. It may seem silly because worship doesn't get you anywhere. It doesn't appear on a resume. It doesn't like win you a prize at all. But this is sacred time together as a family. It's not time that you're scrambling around with uh, trying to figure out logistics. It's not time where you're um, uh, bickering or uh, pushing your kids to be better. This is a pressure-free space. This is a performance-free zone. And you as a family will uh, be formed by these stories from scripture, by the meal that we share, by the way that we remember our baptism, by the way that we pass peace and are in community with each other. It's huge. It's what Christians have been doing for thousands of years. And you join that story when you uh, take time to worship together as a family. The second thing you can do is to engage your kids beyond Wednesday nights and Sunday mornings. Ask them what they learned in their time in small group. Ask them the stories that they're reading from the Bible. Ask them, how do they feel about that? Do they believe uh, it, it's true? How, how, what's their relationship to this? Your child will engage differently with the Bible, with faith, as they grow. And for you to chart that, for you to engage in conversation along the way is really amazing to see. But more importantly, it shows your child that faith doesn't just happen at church. God shows up in our daily living and in our conversations, and you are the one who is teaching your child that when you engage um, them in these conversations. Okay, we talk about community a lot at Mount Olivet, so the third thing that you can do is bring your child here regularly. Community doesn't happen unless we actually show up. You can't bypass that. It takes time. It takes your bodies in, in the building. And when you aren't here, we miss you. And that's a beautiful thing, right? Because it means that your presence here makes a difference. Um, and we, that's what we want kids to know in this place, that when they show up here, it makes a difference. What a gift we can give them in this world that can make them feel so small. So um, keep them here. Uh, keep that helps them form community with their peers and also developing, de developing that relationship with a trusted adult like Rich was talking about. Okay, the final one is more work for us than it is for you, but that is to let us know as church staff and as small group leaders how you are doing and what you need from us. We know that your life um, is very busy. It can be very stressful. And there are things that are happening to you that can be hard and confusing. And uh, we just need you to know that we are here to support you and that we are better when we know what's happening in your life. So last year, we had a 
a child who um, their small group leader could tell that things were a little different. The youth seemed off, and week after week, this wouldn't go away. Well, eventually, the small group leader uh, reached out to the parent, and the parent opened up and said that at home, things were really messy, and that at school, the child was being bullied. And you know what? We needed to know that because the small group leader was able to show up differently to that child, and uh, the parent was able to feel less alone in the struggle that they were facing. And we were able to walk with them and pray for them in this time, and we were all stronger for it. So please, please keep an open line of communication with us. That's what we are here for. So thank you for your time, for listening to uh, this uh, podcast. We are glad for your engagement and how you are a part of our community at Mount Olivet. Thanks, everyone.